Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. 76ers Summer League minicamp rolling along in Camden, New Jersey. The team getting ready for the start of MGM Resort Summer League action, which begins on Friday against none other than the Boston Celtics, a guy who has been a member of both organizations the past two-plus seasons. Demetrius Jackson is our guest on this episode of the podcast, arguably the veteran-most member of the Sixers minicamp invitee group. At just 23 years old, Jackson has appeared in 20 career NBA games between the Celtics, the 76ers, and the Houston Rockets, and he'll lend his perspective on the importance of Summer League, what players try to get out of that experience, where he's at in terms of his stage of his development, and also his impressions of some of the youngest and newest 76ers. We'll also talk a little bit of Fortnite. Yes, Demetrius Jackson is an avid Fortnite player. First a reminder before we dive into the podcast that to subscribe, you can head to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Type in Sixers Podcast Network. That will take you to our feed. Please do subscribe. We'll have podcasts coming your way the rest of this week and also while we're out at Las Vegas for Summer League. Demetrius Jackson getting set for year number three at the professional ranks. The previous two years, he was involved in summer league action, and that will be no different this year. The Sixers signed Demetrius Jackson in January of last year after his two-way contract with the Houston Rockets came to an end. When you look back over the course of his time in the pros, he's really had the chance to be mentored by and play under some fantastic guards, whether it was Isaiah Thomas in Boston, obviously James Harden, Chris Paul in Houston at the start of last season. So some good storylines surrounding Demetrius Jackson. And right now we bring in the uh, 15th overall pick in the second round of the 2016 draft out of Notre Dame, Demetrius Jackson. Demetrius, the other day when you were meeting with the media, you were talking about how excited you feel in particular for this year's Summer League. What is it that you're most looking forward to as you and the rest of the team get ready to set out to Las Vegas uh, in just a few short days? Um, I'm just looking forward to competing. Um, It's always fun. A lot of people come out, a lot of fans come out and support uh, the Summer League. So I'm looking forward to competing, looking forward to getting better, Um, looking forward to kind of gauging where I am in my game and, and seeing what I can grow on and, and what seeing the things that I can do well so um, I'm, I'm, I think we're ready I think our group is ready uh, to compete and I'm looking forward to it the Sixers know you well from summer league action having gone up against Boston in Salt Lake City and Vegas when you were with the Celtics the last two years what have you found to be the best approach to take to this time of year what's the right type of mindset to have in summer league um, I think the right type of mindset to have is kind of finding yourself within all the chaos is you know the first game guys are running like 100 miles per hour and you know you, you put so much pressure on yourself so I think uh, the best thing to, to focus on is just to trust your hard work trust the coach's plan uh, trust trust what you do every day and uh, just rely on those things and then when the game comes just have fun Rel- be relaxed and but be aggressive how important in summer league is something as simple as 
simply being organized <laughs> and having yeah. a team that's organized. Yeah, it's uh, really important. Like I said, uh, I was watching some of the games last night, and, you know, you see some of the guys, it's just like it's like 100 miles per hour, and everybody's mind is just moving so fast. So I think um, the important thing is to, you know, have a good pace to yourself and to your game and, and to the group, um, but also, you know, um, being able to just, like I said, kind of find yourself within all the chaos and um, especially as a point guard, keep the group organized and, and under control. I want to get into your story and your development in a little bit, but uh, let's keep the conversation going about the Sixers mini camp mm-hmm. so far. What have been your impressions of a few of the guys who have been out there? Um, yeah, I think we've got a pretty good group. Um, guys are working hard every day, and guys are, like, invested in getting better, invested in, in learning. Um, you know, i got guys coming over to me asking me questions on the sideline and, and things like that. So guys care. Like, they care and they, they want to get better. So I think that's the first thing. That's the first step. Uh, but the group, uh, we got some, some talented players, uh, some talented draft picks that can uh, can really play. So um, I'm looking forward to playing uh, with those guys for sure. With Zaire Smith, before we even address some of his physical attributes, natural skills, and ability, he seems like someone who's, for a young guy who just turned 19, he's pretty engaged it looks like. Yeah, definitely really engaged. Um, yeah, I mean, he's done a great job so far at this camp. Um, I know he'll do a great job in summer league and, he has a good poise to himself, a good poise to his game, and I think that would be good when, you know, you get the big crowds and uh, you get all the fans and things like that. I think it'll be able to, he'll be able to keep himself level, um, you know, never too high, never too low. So um, he has a great poise about himself for sure. Skill set-wise, what stands out about him? Uh, definitely his athleticism uh, stands out on the way he can drive and, and, and fly. You know, he really gets up, and uh, I think that would be good for him, especially if we can get defensive stops and then uh, push the break. I think him catching on the wing and just ripping through on guys and going and, and playing off closeout. So um, that's something I recognize, and that's something I'm going to try to help him with, um, maybe driving my guy, kicking it back out to him so he's playing off a closeout so he can get a good look. You guys at times have worn the same colored jerseys in practices, different colored jerseys, mm-hmm. but both of you seem like you're the types of players that defensively like to get into people. I would think that that lends mm-hmm. to a pretty good tone in these sessions. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. Guys, all, all practice, all uh, camp long, guys have been competing. Um, guys have been challenging each other, which I think is really good because then when you go out in the game, you're ready to be challenging, you're ready to compete. Um, so it's been great. He's uh, It's always fun going against uh, talented players, and he's definitely that. Um, we got some other talented guys as well. So everybody's competing, everybody's having fun with it, um, and everybody's just staying engaged and ready to go. I wanted to ask you about the other first-round pick, Landry Shamit. What has he done to date? Uh, he's really good. He's also really good too, and he um he's a taller guard and taller point guard, and he's long, got long athletic arms, and uh he he's really crafty. He's got a craft to his game um that's very unique. Um you know he he has seems to have a great understanding um about the game as well. He's picking up on things really quickly. So um and he, he did a great job today, especially uh defensively. He seemed to you know be like more locked in and 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 challenge other people a little more today. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him go as well. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad we're all on the same team. So now, now we'll get to talking about you uh, <laughs> a little bit more. Uh, two years into this uh, in the pros, where do you feel the best about where your game's at, and what are the biggest areas of developmental focus that you continue to look at as you go into your number three? Uh, I think the the biggest things I try to focus on is is being that lead guard, being a point guard, being able to run the team, also. Uh, you know, defending, uh, pick and roll in the NBA and the game is just so uh, crucial. Um, guys, teams are running pick and roll every possession. So being able to uh, defend the pick and roll, being able to help the team and things like that. 
And then offensively, just being able to knock down the three, as you know as well, offensively the three-pointer is so important now. So being able to shoot it off a dribble handoff, off a, a spot up, off off the dribble, um, whatever that is, just being able to knock in the threes consistently. Last season was the first year that the NBA and the G League experimented with the two-way contract, and you were one of those guys first with the Houston Rockets, then you linked up with the 76ers. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? Um, it was definitely unique. Uh, it was, it was, you know, it was, was kind of similar to my first year um, where I was in Boston, but I, I spent most of the year in the G League. Um, so very similar to that. Um, I think it's good. I think it's good for guys to, to be able to go compete and play high many games, but also be around here and see what the NBA is like um, and see uh, kind of what it takes to succeed um, and be around great organizations. So I think it's it's definitely unique. I think it's important for guys to be able to do that. And uh, I think it's I think it'll be good for the future. It's interesting because when you look at how things ended up for you last season, you played in under 30 games combined between the Rockets and the 76ers. Mm-hmm had a handful of games uh, down in the G League as well. But then, as you mentioned, you do get that opportunity to be exposed to what's happening at the NBA level. Did you find that that accelerated your game or your development in ways you might not have thought, just simply being around things at the highest level of the sport? Yeah, definitely. Um, and definitely, especially if you're, you know, you're a student of the game, uh, you, get to, you get to observe a lot. Um, you get to sit and watch and learn and, and take in so much information and, and just be observant. So, um, I definitely feel like I've, I've grown um, just from watching some of the great guards I've been been able to uh, be a part, like on the same team with. So um, a lot of great guards, a lot of guys to learn from. Um, and then everybody's been like a great person as well. So um, just asking those guys questions and, and seeing how I can develop my own game as well. And then also competing against them in practice and low mini games and, and things like that, one-on-one, challenging each other. Um, best way to get better, so. I was going to say, i got to think that practice and pregame warm-ups and off days when maybe not everyone is required to come in, those opportunities have got to become that much more significant, I would think, for someone who might be around the NBA team on a regular basis, occasionally down in the G League, but not, might not get actual live game reps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those. are that is really important. Um, and the, the three teams I've been able to be on, um, they all kind of have a uh, a setup where you're able to – get work against great players you know you're able to compete against the great players you're able to play in one-on-one games and and three-on-three and low minute games and especially here um we had a low minute game like every other every other day um so it was good and i was able to play against markel tj uh, play against great guards and so it was a lot of fun and i i I definitely enjoyed it i think it's important um you know to play i think that's one of the best ways to get better you were saying the other day that in the brief time, relatively speaking, that you've been at the pro level, you've been around some terrific, talented backcourt players. So I'm, I'm probably going to leave some people out, but I'm thinking you're talking and referring to guys like Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, uh, obviously when you were with the Celtics organization, then of course some guys by the name of uh, James Harden, Chris Paul, Eric Gordon with the Houston Rockets and young talent that's here. Can you maybe, if we went through some of those guys, rattle off an example of things that, uh, you know, if I throw a name out there, you give an example of something that you might have taken from either watching a few of those guys play or, or maybe some wisdom they imparted if we start with. Why don't we begin with uh, IT first? IT? Um, I definitely, he definitely had that competitive edge, um, and that's something I was able to just watch and learn. He, his competitive edge and his fire uh, was so great, it allowed him to do great things. And so um, watching him play, watching how a smaller guy can maneuver in the lane, watching how you have to have a craftiness to your game to be able to make certain passes, to make certain plays. Um, I think that definitely helped me. Um, and then also just, just having fun with it too. What about Avery Bradley? 
Avery Bradley, uh, definitely defensively. I learned a lot from him defensively, just watching him, having him guard me in practices and not me not being able to cross like half court. Um, definitely learned a lot from him. Um, learned a few tricks here and there uh, that I hope to be able to utilize in the summer league. So um, Avery Bradley, definitely defensively how to guard guys on the ball screen, pin downs and things like that. I'm assuming you probably had to go up against both James Harden and Chris Paul, depending mm-hmm. on who was available when in practice settings. Yeah, definitely. Um, all uh, for the for the the season training camp, um, going against those guys, competing, guarding those guys full court, um, and and then trying to score on them on the other end. Um, and then when Chris Paul was rehabbing back from an injury, um, when he was able to play right before getting cleared to play in the actual game, playing one on one with him every day, uh, full court, half court, different angles and things like that post-ups on the elbow, um, which is one of his specialties. So uh, competing against those guys, definitely really fun. At the start of what ended up being an MVP season for James Harden, there's clearly fantastic ability and skill that he has. But what else do you think separates him that puts him at such an elite level? I think, to be honest, I think his his looseness. He's so loose and, you know, he's he's so relaxed. Um, He just trusts his hard work. Um, He puts the work in, like after practice – um, you know, you'll see him working on different things and and he works on it like his craftiness as well. You know, he's he's doing different moves, unorthodox things to get three pointers up. And those things, you know, you never know when you'll need those things. And, and so you'll see him pull them out in the game and you see him. Those are the things he worked on. So um, like the having fun part of it, you know, he always talks about swag and stuff like that. So um, seeing how relaxed he was, how much he trusted in his, his hard work, trusted in his process, all the things he did before. Um, it was it was a good testament to see. Does it amaze you that some people can have that type of dimension to their personality? That's like to me where if uh, you know there was someone in school uh, or in college maybe uh, only got two hours of sleep the night before a final exam, you could show up for an eight a.m. test and mm-hmm. totally knock it out of the park. I was always like, where where does that come from? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the thing. I would I would always think too is like you see the guys and you see them go out and be able to play so well. But then a lot of times you don't see the work they put in prior. Um, sometimes you're lucky enough to see the work they put in, but not always you see the work. And it may be the work they did in the summer. It may be the work they did a year ago, um, but they they definitely put that work in, and then it pays off at some point in time. What was it like in the playoffs, being on the 76ers bench? You got to travel with the team, and then, of course, you had Boston on the other side. In the playoffs, it was really fun um, to see, to see how um, guys competed, to see how guys went from – um, not being a playoff team to a playoff team to see the atmosphere to see the uh, the charisma of the team um, the energy of the team in the locker room and, and see how much fun guys were having um, it was definitely really special and, and and I watched Ben really closely in the playoffs and you know especially in the Miami series the guys tried to rattle him on guys were like really physical with him but he he stayed poised he stayed so level and and that's something you can learn as a guard because guys are gonna try to pick you up full court summer league they'll try to you know turn you over speed you up get you rattled but Ben was so poised and he moved at his own speed and played at his own pace and that's why the the team was winning he was rolling did it surprise you at all that any of the guys on the Celtic side were able to do what they could do in particular I mean Al Horford is a guy who's been around a while but whether we're talking about Terry Rozier Jalen Brown Jason Tatum obviously did that surprise you that they were able to take their games to the level that they did to be honest it, it didn't um those guys are really talented. I was able to play um, and be around all those guys. And, and like with Terry, um, sometimes all it takes is opportunity. Um, he, he worked really hard. And like I said, it was the work he was doing a year ago, the work he was doing two years ago, the work he was doing last summer, and it, it paid off. And then with Jason, I was able to watch or play with him in the, in the summer league and 
I saw right away he was going to be really good. And Al Horford's always been so steady. Um, so it wasn't fun to lose against those guys, but it was it was it was cool to see those guys and, and their development and see how they competed on on both sides. So before we finish, I was told I have to ask you about the video game phenomenon that is taking the world by storm, Fortnite. Fortnite, yep. Tell me about it, because like, it may surprise you, but I am not the most keyed into the whole Fortnite scene. Uh, so I play Fortnite. I play on PS4. Um, I, I recently just started streaming Fortnite, um, so I got some streams and uh, things like that. But, no, Fortnite's really fun. It's uh, it's just a game taking over the world, I think. It's, you know, I see a lot of young kids on the game. I think kids should definitely get outside a little more um, instead of playing <laughs> the game all day. But um, I, you know, I like the game. I think it's fun. I think it's, it's like a fun. I use it to kind of connect with my friends. It's like two birds with one stone. Like I'm able to be on the uh, be on the microphone with my friends and be in a party with my friends. Um, talk to them. We talk about random stuff. Have fun. You know what I mean. So, but also we're able to play together and, and work together and things like that. So. Um, I think the game is cool, but I I definitely think, you know, if you're a young kid, you need to definitely get outside, enjoy the weather, summertime, have some fun. So this might be a really novice, ignorant question. Are you also playing in streams that are available and open to the public, or are you in a private group with just people that you know? So in the party, um, the party is private, and, you know, I'll just invite my friends, or sometimes I may uh, play publicly and invite just random people. Uh, sometimes I may post my, my, my PSN, my gamer tag, so people can can play with me um, and I also had uh, had the opportunity to play with some some uh, professional streamers so um, that's been fun as well and then other times I'm just uh, just with my friends so and do people know that they're going up against or playing with an NBA player professional athlete uh, sometimes I do it's funny I, I got a I got a, uh, a friend he's he's 14 and I play with him sometimes and I met him he was sitting front row at one of the games and uh, I, I gave him my shoes, the shoes I had on my feet. And I, gave him, I just got a brand new pair of shoes, and it was my first day wearing them. And he asked for them, so I had to give them to him. And um, ever since we we became friends, and he, you know, he asked me for basketball advice and things like that. And whenever he sees me on, he tries to invite me to play. And then he'll bring his friends too. And his friends are like, oh, is this is this? He plays on the team with Ben Simmons, Joel, and B. so <laughs> like uh, it's it's fun and uh, it's it's good. So it's all, like you can whatever you whatever it is, you can always use it. Um, in a good in a good way. I got to think about a week and a half long stay in Las Vegas that could make for some quality fortnight time yeah. to put in in between games. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a good tool to just just hang out in your room, um, just relax. Um, a lot of times I'm I'm doing other things like I'll use the Norma Tech. I'll be doing recovery stuff and playing the game. So um, and talking with my friends. So it's you know it's all in one. And um, yes, yeah, definitely I'm definitely gonna play some Fortnite in uh, Vegas. Tremendous, Demetrius. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. From the wisdom glean from all leaguers like James Harden, this year's MVP, multi-time all-star Chris Paul, and another all-star Isaiah Thomas, to the ins and outs and anecdotes associated with Fortnite. That was Demetrius Jackson. Thank him for taking the time to talk after practice. Coming up next time on the podcast later this week, a preview of what's to come in Summer League itself with Kevin Young, one of the 76ers assistants who is going to be out in Las Vegas coaching the team. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Talk to you next time here on the broadcast. See you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.